therapist, your fitness instructor, and your financial planner. What do all of these people have in common? They help us take care of different areas of our health, whether that's mental health, physical or financial health. And of course, sometimes we focus more on one than the other, like in January when everyone hits the gym, or in April when we assess our financial situation come tax time. But what about career health? What would that conversation look like? Hi, this is Diana O'Leary with Job Talk Weekly. Today, I want us to think about our work under the umbrella of career health, how to identify and nurture it, how to fix it when we're off track. Because our career health actually has a ripple effect on all the other areas I mentioned, from our physical health and mental health to, of course, financial well-being. So let's take care of it. Let's jump in. We know so much more about physical fitness and nutrition today than ever before. We invest in gym memberships, and sometimes we even go. We have magazines and shows and all types of experts to help us when we feel we need to improve our physical fitness. So why don't we think about career health in the same way? Because certainly your job has an impact on everything else. Financial health, obviously. Your mental health, for sure, because stress and anxiety at work, not only is it not healthy for those eight hours, but it can then bleed into other areas of your life. And even physical fitness, because if we are too busy working, we aren't making it to class on time and we come home and throw ourselves onto the couch with a bag of chips watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We know that, for the most part, Gone are the days of working 30 years at the same company where they take care of you, as they used to say, and you retire with a gold watch and a party. And just like we've learned about physical fitness over the years, we have learned a lot about how our careers fit into our lives. People want fulfillment. They want to feel that their work has meaning. They want to work for companies that have missions that align with their values. They want to have an impact. And all these things are achievable. But just like you can't rely on one fitness class to solve your cholesterol overnight, you can't rely on one new job to solve your professional health for the rest of your career. You have to stay at it and keep thinking about it and nurturing your career every step of the way. So to get you started on this new path to career health, let's look at four things to keep in mind. Just like any other area of your life, you're going to want to look at your goals. Whether you are running a marathon or lowering your cholesterol, you can't assess your success unless you know what your goals are. And it's helpful, of course, to have both short-term and long-term goals. So maybe for the next 12 months and then five years out. Your career goals can, of course, include money and title, for sure. But also think about the other bigger picture items. Are you trying to break into a new field or build your management skills supervising people? Knowing where you want your career to be in five years will help you assess if you're on track now. If you are, great. How do you keep that going strong? 
And if you don't feel like you're on track, what do you need to get there? That leads us to the second thing, assessment. Now, maybe you're going to do an assessment the minute you finish listening to this podcast. But whenever you do it, make sure to keep at it and remind yourself to assess once a year. If you're going to assess today, go to your phone and pull out a reminder for 2023, 12 months from today, just like an annual physical. Ask yourself, can I see myself doing this for another year, for another five years? Is this where I want to retire? I'll never forget, I asked a client that. She was up there in her years, but she still had five or 10 years left to work in the workplace. And I asked her if she wanted to retire there. God no, was her answer. So doing an assessment can help you figure that out. Because if the answer is no, then you have some work to do, my friend. Whether you are happy at work or think you want something new, let's not forget the power of your network. That's the third thing. And your network is not just about job search, although it certainly should be the first place you go to when you are looking for a new job. But you should cultivate your network year-round, especially if you are happy at work. When peers hear how you're thriving, that can lead to unexpected calls about new jobs down the road. You never know when you're going to need these connections. Doesn't it feel awkward to call someone you haven't spoken to in five years and try and ask for their help with a job lead? It won't feel awkward if you stay in touch. And think about it, they might need you too. I'm thinking about people that you used to work with, your old boss, anyone that has been a mentor to you in any way. Staying in touch has never been easier, by the way. I'm talking to the introverts out there. You don't even have to pick up the phone. Just send them an email, or when you see something on socials, send them a message. If it's their birthday, send them a wish. Or maybe they are sending their kid off to college. And I am recording this during the height of college drop-off, so I see those pictures on socials all the time. Just say hello. The fourth thing to consider is training and learning. We take a regular fitness class to help keep us strong and keep raising the bar of our fitness so what types of training and learning are you participating in to keep on top of your field? Now, if you are fortunate, your employer is providing some options, whether they host a training or they offer to pay for it. If not, think about what you need to get you to that next place. And then maybe you ask your boss and they'll pay for it. But even if they don't, is this something that you want to do on your own? especially if you are trying to pivot into something new. Because your employer is not going to be too keen on training you to leave the company. So if you are trying to make a pivot and switch careers, it's definitely worth paying for a new class, especially so you can really see if you like it. The more you are interested in learning about your work, the more successful you can be. It's also a really good sign that you are curious and eager to improve. Because that lack of curiosity can be a symptom when something is wrong. I did a seminar a couple of weeks ago where the question of red flags came up. How to tell that something is wrong with your career when you just can't pinpoint it. Now, we all know a lot of the obvious symptoms like sleeping in, being late, calling in sick for no reason. But you also have to be on the lookout for symptoms that aren't as obvious. 
Look out for other signs that you've become disengaged. Maybe you aren't interested in the regular updates from the boss or attending department gatherings. It may be a sign that you're burnt out. The next step is to figure out if you're burnt out from your job or the company or the entire industry or some combination. So do look out for the symptoms that something is wrong so you can stay proactive and course correct. Now, this is where going back to your goals is important and doing those regular assessments. Are those goals still exciting for you? Is it the goals or the lack of progress that's bringing you down? If you aren't eager to learn more, to grow, and to challenge yourself in your company and in your field, it might be time for a change. And you want to get out ahead of that feeling before the company notices that you aren't on top of your game. You want to take control of your career. That way no one else does it for you. But that assessment can also be validating. Celebrate your successes and your accomplishments. Look how far you've come. Maybe an assessment affirms that you are doing all the right things. So let's get that conversation going around your career health. Ask your friends or your partner what they think. If you need some personalized guidance, we have virtual workshops and group coaching starting up soon. Click on the episode notes for more. You can always check out past episodes or our blog for more tips on job search and career success at jobtalkweekly.com. And don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review and tell us what's helpful. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. 